You're listening to Clean Beauty Scene, Episode 2. What is toxic load? How does it affect your health? And what can you do to reduce it? Welcome to Clean Beauty Scene, the podcast for clean beauty, eco-friendly living, and wellness. I'm your host, Kelly Bonanno, eco-wellness coach and mom to two teenage boys. If you want a green beauty routine but find clean beauty and eco-living overwhelming and confusing, I get it. I've been there. So join me each week as we clear the confusion and cover all the latest to help you go green without giving up glamour or going eco-freako. Now talk clean to me, baby. Hello, Savvy Beauties. I'm your host, eco-friendly lifestyle and wellness coach, Kelly Bonanno. So today we are talking about toxic load. (laughs) Not a very sexy topic, is it? But we'll make it interesting and you will come away with some good insights and, and information and of course tips on how to reduce it. It's a very important topic because conventional products contain a lot of toxins that contribute to toxic load. So a clean beauty and personal care routine helps minimize the body's toxic burden. Really every holistic health coach and doctor that I follow and heard speak all recommend reducing exposure to environmental toxins and minimizing the toxic load. Do you sometimes just feel like everything causes cancer? It seems like that, right? And especially right now, you know, as I record this, it's 2020 and we're in the middle of the pandemic. And it is, it's like everywhere you turn, there's some threat or something else to be worried about. I don't talk about this topic to scare or I do it to inform and to empower you to make healthier choices because when you reduce your toxic load, you do improve your health. Toxins in conventional cosmetics and personal care products are shown to cause damage to your cells in your body that's known as oxidative stress. And this occurs when there is an excess of free radicals in the body cells. This also causes inflammation. That's a big thing to remember. These environmental toxins and toxins in these products cause inflammation, which is the primary cause of disease and aging. We really want to be reducing inflammation in the body to both feel our best, to be our healthiest, and also to look our best. These toxins age us internally and externally. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to look any older than I am. Like, I'm not trying to chase some unrealistic, you know, youthful look, but I want to look my best. And do I mind if somebody uh, guesses I'm a little younger? Hey, no, of course not. Do you? <laughs> but it's, it's just, I want to look and feel my best. And I want to help you look and feel your best. That's my big mission with this podcast. Most of us women are using at least 12 beauty and personal care products a day. And that is exposing us to over 150 chemicals every day. And this includes our teenage girls, you know, so really want to get your children and your teens on clean products and their systems are even more vulnerable because they're still developing. So what is toxic load? The body's toxic burden is the accumulation of toxins and chemicals from the water you're drinking, the food you're eating, the air you're breathing, the products you're using in your home and the products you're using on your body It's a cumulative effect that degrades your health 
over time, you know, potentially causing very serious long-term adverse effects. Now, there are also, you know, some short-term acute effects. Some, you know, allergies, asthma, skin issues can be attributed to toxic toxins in your products or that you're exposed to. And now a lot of skin issues and things obviously come systemically from the inside and the food you're eating and, you know, your lifestyle, but toxins certainly play a role. And, you know, interestingly, a lot of the things that you might be experiencing certain symptoms like lack of focus, that brain fog, fatigue, extra weight can be attributed to environmental toxins. Other things too, but certainly toxins play a role. And yes, toxins do play a role in your weight. There are certain toxins that are obesogens, and so they make you hang on to weight. Now, we're going to dive deeper into that topic um, in a couple episodes, so stay tuned for that. Now, there's several types of toxins, and the, the, the main class of toxins, there's endocrine disruptors, carcinogens, neurotoxins, and then, of course, the allergens and, and irritants. So now carcinogens, obviously, we know they cause cancer. Now, I have a question for you. <laughs> what do you think is the percentage of cancers that are caused by genetic predisposition? Just take a guess. What do you think? Most people in my workshops that I teach guess anywhere between 30, 40% or even more. So it might shock you to learn that it's only 10%. Only 10% of cancers are genetic. Now, certainly there are cancers that have, you know, a genetic predisposition and breast cancer can be up to 15% genetic, but yes, even breast cancer. Now that's not for people who have that, you know, the breast cancer gene and whatnot, but just in general. But this is very good news because that means it's largely in your control. So it's lifestyle. What you're eating, what you're breathing, what you're putting on your skin, you know, how much you're moving, your your exercise, your thoughts, your your stress levels, that is what is contributing to cancer and other illnesses. So with a healthier lifestyle, you can diminish your risk, which is great news. And this is according to the National Cancer Institute and the President's Cancer Panel. In fact, I'm going to, I just want to read you a quick little blurb from the Cancer Panel Annual Report from 2008-2009. All right, here it is. The panel was particularly concerned to find that the true burden of environmentally induced cancer has been grossly underestimated with nearly 80,000 chemicals on the market in the United States, many of which are used by millions of Americans in their daily lives, are un- or understudied and largely unregulated expose, and exposure to potential environmental carcinogens is widespread. Okay, so that is the excerpt, and this is from 2008-2009, and we still have a huge problem here in 2020. Now, the other important thing, as we talked about in the first episode, it is largely unregulated. So that's why we have to know our ingredients and know what clean products to use because there's so many products have being used in commerce that are, like it said in that little thing I just read, un 
or understudied. Some of them aren't even tested. And then there's several that are shown to be hazardous to your health. One of the reasons I'm starting this podcast is because a lot of people don't seem to take the toxic issue quite seriously enough. Because, and I get it. You don't want one more thing to, to worry about. <laughs> Believe me, I get it. But knowledge is power and knowledge with action is power. I am a big believer. Don't worry and stress about what you can't control, but you can easily control the products you're using in your home and on your body. And with a little bit of guidance guidance and, and knowledge and, and education, you can you can make good decisions on those, those things. So your skin is your largest organ. And it does shield in some ways, but it also acts as a sponge. So what you're putting on your body gets absorbed. And some of those substances don't really make it through, but a lot of them do. And they go to your bloodstream very fast. Okay, the other class of toxins I want to talk about briefly and explain how they can really wreak havoc on your health are endocrine disruptors. Okay, this is a big topic because... They're, they're everywhere. They're in so many products you're using. Not to get into a whole like biological class here, but I think it's important that we kind of understand how these endocrine disruptors affect our health. Now, as you probably know, your endocrine system regulates many of your body's biological processes. It's, it, it's a network of glands secreting hormones throughout your body to stimulate and regulate the majority of the processes in your body so your body functions properly and, you know, keeps you alive. The endocrine disruptors mimic estrogen in your body. So they mimic your own estrogen and they can block hormone production or the system that carries those hormones. And two out of three breast cancer cases are estrogen receptor positive, which means that the cancer cells attach to estrogen receptors in the body and bind to receptors in the body also. There's a class called xenoestrogens that mimic the estrogen, and this causes estrogen dominance in your body, which increases the total amount of estrogen. So your body thinks it has more estrogen than it should. Now you need, you naturally need your estrogen, but this fake estrogen that these these, uh, these chemicals cause in your body are not good, and it causes that overload. In fact, my best friend, who I'm going to be interviewing on the podcast here, she was diagnosed with estrogen-dominant um, breast cancer. Luckily, she survived and is through it. But, you know, most, most breast cancers are that. So most, <laughs> it's, it's preventable with, with the right, uh, right lifestyle and just avoiding these, these endocrine disruptors. Okay, how many times can I say estrogen and endocrine? <laughs> you can like play a drinking game. Okay, every time she says estrogen or endocrine, take a sip. This is not, I'm going to say this again, this is not to scare. It is to empower you and inform you. And and I don't want to, you know, you to get overwhelmed. That's why in every episode we're going to break things down. And, and I'm going to really want to help you Learn to read your ingredients and just be able to choose healthy products because the other problem with the industry is greenwashing. We're going to dive deep into the greenwashing topic next week, so make sure you listen to episode three as well to really learn because that that is one of the most important things. If you know how to avoid greenwashing, 
it's so much easier to have a clean routine. One of my top tips to make it easier to, to transition is switch out one product at a time. So when, as you're you know, running low on your shampoo, your toxic shampoo, start researching and transition, try a clean shampoo. And then just kind of do that with each, each product as you go along. Along with going at your own pace, your best defense in avoiding toxic products is knowing your ingredients. You want to know what toxic ingredients that you should be avoiding. Now, you know, some people, I have people come to me and they just want me to map out a plan and, and kind of a done-for-you program so they don't have to learn ingredients. But it is a good idea to learn at least a few. There are, of course, thousands being used in commerce and so many being used in personal care and beauty products, but there are a few that are most commonly used. And if you stay away from those, that will really help you. I have a free guide. It's my top 12 toxins to avoid in beauty and personal care products. Make sure you download that. That will help you when you're shopping and help you kind of get to know some of the worst offenders. The other thing is to know your healthy ingredients, the ingredients that really fortify the skin and nourish the skin and are anti-aging or anti-acneing or, you know, hydrating or whatever you need based on your skin's type and your needs and your preferences. But there are so many great ingredients and we will absolutely be talking about the healthy, wonderful ingredients in coming episodes. Now, some systems are you know, far more vulnerable to environmental toxins than others and therefore are more susceptible to certain illnesses and, and conditions. If you have serious health conditions, there are certain, you know, instances where you really need to be avoiding toxins. And one in particular is when you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant. That I would say, because it, toxins can, can uh, cause infertility, they they mess with that part of your endocrine system that is, you know, your reproductive system. So if you're trying to get pregnant or are pregnant, you really want to clean up your, your routine. You don't want those toxins being pla- passed on to your, your fetus. We'll talk more about that too in more episodes. And the you know, other thing I'm going to do is teach you how to decipher what's really clean and what's not, but also give you some good dupes and swaps for some of our favorite toxic products. So I want to give you a couple of resources that will help you transition also. And you may or may not already know about these. Now I'm going to be talking about lots of different brands and products that are clean and green in all the episodes in this podcast. And I'll be interviewing you know, CEOs and founders of fantastic clean lines and, and also, of course, different wellness experts. But for right now, I'm just going to give you a couple of good resources that have clean products that you can sort of start researching and checking out. One is Credo Beauty. The other one that I love is the Detox Market. And again, I'm going to have those in the show notes. When you're using the clean products, you're not bombarding your system with toxins. So that is why it really gives your, gives you a leg up with your health and longevity. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you'll continue listening and subscribe. And if you are so inclined to leave a review and a rating, I would be very appreciative of that. 
All right, so be sure to listen to the next episode and join me each week. Thank you so much for listening to the Clean Beauty Scene podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again next week. For more news, tips, and recommendations on clean beauty, eco-friendly living, and wellness, join my free Facebook group, Savvy Girls Organic World, and visit kellybanano.com for more resources. If you have questions or episode topic ideas, tag me on Instagram with hashtag Clean Beauty Scene Podcast. And talk clean to me, baby.